It's Tuesday, December 21st. Good morning, Kelly. How's it going? Uh, it's going great. I'm very excited to be broadcasting three days before my birthday. Yeah, I was just going to say it's only three more <laughs> shopping days until Kelly's birthday. And if you get Kelly a present, it's birthday wrap, not Christmas wrap. Just just look alive, people, and be ready for this, all right? <laughs> yes, but also, you know, our two sports teams, the Washington football team and uh, the Caps are in Philadelphia today. Not like, you know, for festive cheer, but to actually play a game. Yes, there's Tuesday night football, Washington football team's rescheduled game against the Eagles, and the Caps are taking on the Flyers. Look at that. And it's the winter solstice tonight as well. To quote Florence and the Machine, it's always darkest before the dawn. (laughs) Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. Before the dawn. It's going to be in your head all day long. You're welcome. I'm not even sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It also means the days are going to start getting longer. Or Yeah, longer. Yeah. Yep. Today is the longest time of darkness. And then starting tomorrow, the days start to get lighter. So look at that. It's like there's light at the end of the tunnel. It's basically (laughs) summertime. Yeah, we all need a little positivity as like everything's getting canceled. <laughs> Absolutely. That is super true. Uh, so not that you should be getting COVID-19 news from us, but, um, you know, here's what we know. The Omicron variant is a bastard and it's uh, canceling a bunch of stuff. It's not great. Not great at all. But um, the D.C. is putting forth this like test yourself program, which seems to be pretty neat. There's a whole map where you can see which um, locations, libraries and schools and that sort of thing have these home test kits that are available if you want to get um, you or your loved ones tested up before Christmas. Yeah, I know those are those are a um, hot item. True. Uh, yeah, there is kind of a run on them. I went to the CVS in my neighborhood this morning, and like before you even get to the digital sign in the door, I was like, no, no test. <laughs> Keep moving. <laughs> we have Rice Krispies if you'd like those, and we've also got some milk, and we have... Um, you know, all the bathroom items you may want are some cosmetics, but X nay on the Ovid test day. <laughs> it's the new toilet paper. <laughs> it really is. It really is. And I, I like, I just so hope that we're not going to see people on the internet who have like bought them and they're price gouging. Like, I know we're, I know we're going to see it. I know that it's going to be a thing. It's already happening. Those monsters are there. And I just hope that they get coal in their stocking if they're the yeah. ones who are doing that. Yeah. It's already there. Yeah. So I went to New York City over the weekend, Kelly, um, and the best part about going to New York City is coming back to D.C. I I like (laughs) I don't get me wrong. It's great. We saw the tree. We had amazing meals. We did all the stuff. Like It was super fun. But after like three days in New York, I'm like, you know what? I need some Washington. (laughs) It does make you appreciate it. It really does. It makes you be like, wow, our city has like space and people smile and there's like, you know, not bodily fluids everywhere so it's great to be back in the capital of the free world were you able to see a broadway show or was that canceled we were not um this is doubt <laughs> the, the the doubt fire musical we had tickets to canceled the morning of which oh. from what i understand from other hardened new yorkers was like some people were sitting in in the theater of the show they were going to when it got canceled so us having a few hours heads up was not that bad pivot mm-hmm. exactly so we <laughs> went and had more food um and it was great it was just a great like little break and walked all up around the island it was fantastic that, that's uh, that's good how was your but weekend well, 
Welcome back to DC. It was good. Everything was canceled. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I had some great plans and they were all canceled. Perfect. You know what I did see though in New York on the corners, they had these little testing sites and there were like little like one person tent, like toll booths, basically like phone booths. And there was a line people would, they would like swab it, stick it in the thing. And they would like hand it back to someone in a van behind them or an RV. And they would be like testing in the van and the RV. It was, it was like, extremely efficient i think we should look into getting a couple of those little testy vans here in dc because it was it was surprisingly like quick mayor bowser get on it from my outward perspective i didn't actually get tested now that i'm saying this out loud so maybe people who are waiting for their test results in new york have been waiting forever it could be a total mess but it just seemed from like an optic standpoint they were it would make it happen and make it move well, New York, they, they move at a fast pace. Yes. The city doesn't sleep from what I'm told. New York. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I sang the Florence and the Machine song. I wasn't going to sing two songs in one show, Kelly. Gosh. So I don't know if you've been wondering about the 4-H campus um, in Chevy Chase, Maryland. It's on Connecticut Avenue when you're heading into the district. It's just like huge sprawling campus with like this beautiful old building. And I didn't realize that the 4-H um, hadn't had their conferences there in quite some time, even like pre-pandemic. And it's this like massively valuable piece of real estate at the DC Maryland line. Well, it finally has a buyer. And it's going to be a discotheque. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an old folks something. home. Yeah. So it's a senior living center, which you're going to be putting in there at uh, 7,000 Connecticut Avenue. Um, so that will be, that will be what it, what it is in the future. It's perfect. So all the bougie people that live in Chevy Chase can just move right next door <laughs> into, into the senior home, right? It's right there. I mean, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, I think you're probably right. It's I like, mean, that's, that is prime location. Totally. It's like the country club plus, I guess, which, you know what? It makes sense because the folks in that neighborhood didn't want a dog park and old people don't bark too much. So I feel like it's perfect. <laughs> I think you're supposed to say seniors. <laughs> Whatever. Seniors don't make a lot of noise from what I understand. So look at that. It's a win-win for everybody. Totally. It's adjacent to the country club. Everything's great. <laughs> yeah, we'll make it will make the zoning process go through a lot quicker for sure. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So they um yeah, I guess I mean it sold for like I mean like 40 million dollars according to the business journal. So Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is actually more I, than they thought it was going to go for. Are they going to tear down the building cuz the building's like this like giant colonial style building with bricks in the columns. I feel like you probably can't. It's probably going to be built into the to like the, what they did with the, the whole thing the Wegmans in, in Northwest DC, they kept like literally yes. the facade. Yes. <laughs> and then, like everything behind it is all new. Yes. Because of the historic Fannie Mae building, you couldn't possibly <laughs> tear down that history. So they kept it up with the new Wegmans, which the new Wegmans, um, that's really happening soon, right? Like it's, we're getting there. Yeah. I mean, they said 2022. So yeah. Well, they got nine days, so. <laughs> well, I mean, at some point in 2022. <laughs> oh, right. It's only 2021. I'm sorry. Yes. You're right. What are calendars anymore? What does that matter? It's 2021. It will yes. be 2022. So they technically have 12 months. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Sorry about that. I forgot how calendars work. <laughs> <sighs> have you seen the memes that are like, is it 2022 or is it 2020 also? Dun, dun, dun. 2020. 
T O O. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ah, it's back. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> it sure does feel like it. <laughs> um, so I, I had dinner with my friend Steph last night and she made a really interesting point that I want to do more research on. And I think in a further episode, we should like look into this potential that the world went to hell when Prince died. <laughs> That was the that was the moment that just tilted the world off its axis. Wasn't that like in 2018? 2019, 2018, yeah. I mean, things were weird before Rona, but it just got progressively weirder after Rona. <laughs> okay, well, that's something we can explore. I gotta follow that timeline out a little bit more. I need to need to like pull on that thread a little bit, but I'm just putting it out there that on the surface it sounds about right. Okay. Someone could do their senior thesis on that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Let's find a college student and have them do it. That's a way better idea. Like, I don't know. That's like a sociology or psychology mm -hmm. thesis. I don't know. I'm not a professor, but it sounds interesting. And you can like totally tie Prince lyrics into it. I think there's a, there's a lot to go on there. I, you know what? My friend in, in college, she, when she was a senior, she did her senior thesis. And now this was in the nineties. How, um, um, uh, Dorothy and Elvis Presley and there was one other like gay icon became gay icons and how oh. they affected the, the gay culture. So, I mean, there was one other one. I'd have to think about who it was. Liza Minnelli. No, it wasn't Liza Freddie Minnelli. Mercury. No, no. Anyway. Um, Bert and Ernie. <laughs> it definitely wasn't Bert and Ernie. I think that was still like the jury was still out on that. <laughs> Oh, was it? Okay. In the 90s. In the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, Elvis well, Presley was a gay icon? Yeah. Yeah. Like early on. I mean, according to her thesis, early on before like people were openly gay. B. Arthur. No, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. I, I'll have to uh, email her and ask her. Gary was just wondering if it was B. Arthur in the comments. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can you can you please bring that back to our next, to our next uh, episode? <laughs> And I would also like some. I would also like some context about Elvis Presley was a gay icon because that's news to me. Well, I think it was the question mark. I mean, that's what a thesis is. Oh, so it, it, okay. It, dive, it dives into like how his, you know, he was very kind of revolutionary for his dance moves. The hip shaking thing. Uh huh. And so I, she talks about the evolution. I don't. I. Honestly, Tommy, you're asking me something that happened 20 years ago. She talks about the evolution about <laughs> you how brought these... it to the party. <laughs> I know, but if we're talking about Prince being affecting how coronavirus. <laughs> I can't imagine that why you can't defend the defense of your friend's thesis from two decades ago, Kelly. Gosh, it wasn't really my jam. Is she available to be a guest? It's the end of the year. We're, we're looking for guests. <laughs> I'll have to ask her. Huh, Elvis Presley is a gay. I gotta ask the elder gays about that. Maybe, maybe there's something I don't know about. <laughs> the elder gays. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go down to the 4-H senior home and, and do your research. <laughs> I, hey, you never know. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. I, I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check my sources. If you could all check your sources, <laughs> Kelly, I'd be really interested to know more about this. And maybe we can talk about it on the next show, whether or not <laughs> Prince dying ruined the world and whether or not Elvis Presley was a gay icon. Okay, fair enough. <sighs> so there's a brand new mural in Union Market, which I just thought you should know about because it's super cool and it is legitimately the size of a building. If you're looking at Union Market head on, the right-hand side on 6th Street, the whole side of the building there has just been painted over. And I talked to the guy 
who was doing it and the mural project that they were doing it for uh, last week with NBC. But I just wanted to, to bring this up because there are five black women painted larger than life on the side of a building. And maybe you're like, what's going on there? Who are those people? Well, we asked and found out. I'm definitely inspired by the city. Right now I'm looking straight ahead at the Capitol building. In DC and Washington represents a certain beautiful balance of that, where you can have these new imaginations in concert with these uh, traditional uh, structures. And I think that's something that's uniquely beautiful to this place. Brandon B. Mike Odom is working on a brand new mural in Union Market inspired by the poem Entrepreneurship is a Boxing Match in collaboration with Black Girl Ventures. We are a nonprofit and we focus to create capital, community, and capacity for Black and brown women entrepreneurs. Who are the entrepreneurs that are on this mural? Whitney Young from B360 Baltimore, Dan Myers from The Most Girls, Anika Hobbs from Nubian Human, it's a great store down in DC, Nasa Shealy, founder of Carpe Diem Dating, and of course, our CEO, uh, Shelly Omiladabel. You're painting these women larger than life. What has been the reaction? Because you've been working on it for a few days now. People, you know, they want to know what's going on. They, they're excited to see the transformation um, or they're, they're excited for the progress. It's like, oh, I came by yesterday and you had only this much done. And now you have this much done. Being able to create on this scale for the entire community to appreciate is just a whole nother experience. So that got finished up over the weekend and it's going to be up for years and years. So worth checking out as you're down in Union uh, Union Market next time. Very cool. That's mm -hmm. that's a big mural. Yeah. Kelly, uh, just for laughs, something cool in Adams Morgan. Yeah. So this is really cool that we're hearing about so much that it's closing these days and this is actually opening. So I did not know about this and I'm sure there's like a huge cult following of this. There's a new comedy club that's opening up in Adams Morgan, but it's not necessarily new. So um, it is under it's it's sort of the the home of underground comedy. And this has been happening for a long time in D.C. It started as sort of um, a comedy club that was in the basement of the Big Hunt, which was in DuPont Circle. Oh, the Big Hunt. R I know. I know. Uh, I know. I know. And then recently that was the they, first place I had beers with Kathleen Madigan, the best comedian in the world. <laughs> there you she go. She drank well, me they, under the table. <laughs> I'm sure she did. And then recently they've been performing at the Eaton, also in Adams Morgan. And now they're opening up their own comedy club. It's going to be called Hotbed. The sign is up. So there's no word of when it's going to open. But this is really cool. I guess it's been featured in the Washington Post, the guy who founded it. Uh, comedy Central has done something on it. Um, so I don't, that's about all I really know about it. But it's just cool because we already have. Um, the Comedy Club on Connecticut Avenue. Yeah, the which DC is Improv. The DC Improv, um, and which is amazing. And you have big names come through there. Kevin Hart just came through there about a month ago. So I think DC is really needs another comedy club. And it just, I love hearing about something positive and fun to go check out. Totally. Oh, it's in the, I looked on your, your link you put up, Kelly. We'll put it in the show notes. It's in the former uh, Songbird space in Adams mm -hmm. Morgan. That's yep. a great space too, because there's like a stage in the back, and there's like a downstairs stage, and there's like a cool bar. That's such a great spot to have any kind of like club, but a comedy club. That's awesome for sure, for sure. So I'm excited. I love a I love a good comedy show. Very cool. And the thing like underground comedy, like DC has such a culture of that, and it's, you never know who you're gonna see, and who knows like right, like who's gonna show up at, at that sort of thing. Because like the DC Improv's been around forever, and that's like the, I mean that that place is like nationally, maybe internationally known. 
and then to have other other spots pop up is really cool too. Very cool. So I started with the positive. Now I've got a negative. Okay. <laughs> so last week we talked about Rehoboth Beach and the iconic Dolly sign coming down from the boardwalk. Mm -hmm. Now it's Ocean City's turn. Just down uh, the road, uh, Phillips Crab House, which has been open for over 60 years. And just that is an iconic location in Ocean City, uh, is closing. They have um, sold that property and made the very tough decision they posted up on their facebook um, that they are closing down this crab house they realize that families have gone there a lot of people tried their first crabs there it's sort of become an ocean city tradition yeah um but they uh, made the really tough decision to sell that property however they still have their baltimore location and will be continuing um that property so oh, okay it's you know it will certainly be like when you go to Ocean City and you see Philip, like they just kind of go hand in hand, that yeah. and Thrasher's Fries. If I hear Thrasher Fries closing, then like I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, then, but um, they were just so much part of the um, the culture in Ocean City. So it's kind of sad to hear that closing down. And they have been around. So they own the boat. So they like sold the land. They're like yeah. moving yeah. on out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, and end of an error. Yeah. They had one in DC too for a minute. Remember that? It was on like 15th yeah. and P. Yeah. Which was a very was strange place I thought... for it to be. Oh, 15th and P. But then there was also one near the wharf before the wharf became the wharf. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, so, the, it was always a wharf, but before it became like the built up wharf. The, um, the one in DC, I remember, was like nicer than like the one, not like, like fancier than the one in Ocean City as I'm punching my microphone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it catered to a different crowd. Mm -hmm. But I remember going on my like DC trip, like with my family, as like a tourist, going to Phillips. And when I moved to DC, I was like, there was this crab restaurant that we went to, and it was on the water in DC. And I'm like, I like, I couldn't remember where it was. And I think by the time I got here, it had closed. And I was, it took me years to realize that it was Phillips that <laughs> had closed on the wharf. Oh. <laughs> Because I was like, there was water, and then but also the monument. I don't understand where I am. Like, I can't see. Why can't I see the monument from the water? Where's that water from? Maybe it was in Virginia. I don't know. And I was like, spent a long time trying to figure out where the Phillips had been on the wharf. Oh. But it was a great place with great memories, and that stinks that it's it's closing up in Ocean City. Yeah, for sure. Okay, now back to positive. All right, here we go. My gosh, Kelly, it's like a emotional roller coaster with Taking you this morning. You on that. Um, so Spock from Star Trek. His mm -hmm. ears are coming to the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum. This is really cool. So, what about the rest of, course, of them? I know, no, not the rest of them. So, Leonard Nimoy, who of course played uh, Doctor Spock, um, his children inherited lots of pieces of his costume when he was in uh, Star Trek, and uh, they donated the ear tips. Literally, <laughs> it looks like like a headband with the ears. It almost looked like a little pig ears. That's awesome. um, and they donated them to the Air and Space Museum and they'll be on display when the Air and Space Museum opens up uh, later next year. Wow, that's really cool. What yeah. a fun, like, that's like, that's like the Dorothy's red slippers of space. Yeah, That's totally. super cool. And it's just kind of funny, I, you know, because the Air and Space Museum has so many like legit, real, like air and space, <laughs> nonfiction <laughs> right. things. And I always find it interesting. I mean, I guess it's just culturally, you know, kind of a, of note, but mm -hmm. like when they have like fictional things. Yeah. Yeah. When it's like, wait a minute, but I thought you said that it wasn't real, but maybe it is. Right. I don't know. Right. The For final sure. frontier. <laughs> I at least hope that when they like put them, when they display them, they display them in like a lucite case that you can like put your face around it and take a selfie. 
Ooh, how fun would that be? Yeah, <laughs> if they're just like sitting there and you like position your head in the middle and like take a little picture, you'll have to send that in the suggestion box. <laughs> dear, dear Aaron Space Museum, I've got an idea for you. <laughs> we can make that happen in another um, another show at some point too. Uh, good morning to Kimmy. Thanks for getting involved. I uh, saw your comment this morning too, and Kathy Quigley and Rico and. Uh, Kim, thanks for getting involved, Kimberly. Yeah, Tommy, I have to say, you know, if you're uh, these folks are watching us on, on our Facebook feed, um, I appreciate your vaccination t shirt, but we are like, you know, running down our Christmas shows. Are you going to get involved and get festive? Because I'm like in a Santa hat and a Santa sweater. I know. Um, well, my vaccination, that representation shirt, I thought made sense for today. Um, it does every day, as a matter of fact. Get your shots, people, get your boosters. Let's go make it happen. Um, I don't really own that much Christmas stuff. And most of my Christmas stuff is like outerwear that I would like sweat and die in. So oh. I've got a, I do you have, have a Christmas Santa. blazer. Don't you? I do. I do have a Christmas blazer. Okay. Tomorrow's yeah. our last show of the year. So get it out of storage. That's it can happen. I may have donated it in a fit of rage when some of annual holiday traditions we usually do didn't come through. So <laughs> That might have happened. <laughs> was and, this, it, it was a 2020 type of thing? No, it was a 2021 or, thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> that's all right. Um, and I <laughs> made me feel good at the moment. And I haven't been able to get another blazer or like a holiday thing since. So supply chain. That's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and blame the supply chain on that one. <laughs> okay. Totally. Fair it just enough. felt like the right thing to do is I was closing the uh, door on a chapter of holiday hoeing that we usually did that we're not doing this year. So oh, there we go. Okay. All right. All right. Well, everyone deals with the rage and exactly. In ways. <laughs> totally. And so now somebody has a really festive holiday jacket that they get to wear. So Great. I'm feeling really good about <laughs> that situation. Good for you, Tommy. Yeah. Hey, um, the way that podcasts spread. I'm told by people who have successful podcasts is by word of mouth. So if you hit the share button and you want to text this episode to some friends, maybe they didn't know that Elvis Presley was a gay icon. <laughs> now they'll know you can pass that around to anybody. Um, or you can uh, subscribe or leave a comment and follow anywhere you get your podcast. We really appreciate that. Um, Kelly, I have been doing a little bit of side eye Googling over here. Um, the Elvis Presley and his sexual orientation uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories around it. So oh, thanks to so. her. Thanks for doing that to me for later on today. Cause you I might you. be able to find her thesis on online. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. There um, like, I'm not, I'm not quite saying it involves JFK jr, but it doesn't <laughs> not, it's not that crazy, but it's not, Wait. not that crazy at the same time. Did they cross over in life? No, no, they didn't cross over in life, <laughs> but you know, you got people waiting in Dallas for him to pop back up. And I see. Who I knows? See. Okay. So, All right. <laughs> Just saying, as far as like internet rabbit holes go, the more clicks you, the more clicks you click, the less quality the websites are. But the more, <laughs> but the more words <laughs> okay. and punctuation errors. So, okay. I'll have a report for you tomorrow. I promise. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll see you next time.